You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this week's Attacking Scrum podcast. Last week, you'll have no doubt heard our selection for the forwards. This is where me and Dan sat down and racked our brains as to what the best pack that we could assemble is. And we've had a, a fair few, fair few replies to that. Are you caught up with much of that, Dan? Are the uh, the reaction on social media to us? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as much as I thought, was it? No, you're right. This podcast is dying on its ass. <laughs> Right, one week to go until Warren Gatlin names his Lions side and always Lions squad, that should be. And we've kind of named our forwards, which, uh, which me and Dan did last week. Um, how did you find that process, Dan? Very, very tough. Very, very tough. There was a good bit of reaction, actually, wasn't there, on, uh, on social media platforms? Yeah. CJ Stander. Yeah, Stander, Le- Stander being the kind of... Um, Leaving him out and why did you leave him out? Well, just, you know, it was a well-balanced decision. I thought Moriarty deserved to get the nod for his speed and what he did in the Six Nations and his power and he's not South African. <laughs> no, I, I, I did mention that on air last week. I don't know. I, I'm probably being overly harsh to CJ Stander, aren't I? But you know, it's the, the kind of the modern game as it is now. But it's incredibly tough. I mean, both are, both are fantastic players. I just... Because we've got that luxury of sitting here going, OK, this is who I'd like to take... Yeah. That's why I went for Moriarty. We both How can you not love watching Ross Moriarty? I think everyone loves him, don't they? But yeah. we both actually think that CJ Stander will. will of course he will. Of course he will. Yeah, it's lovely to, lovely to pick uh, it's, uh, Moriarty. It's always fun. What about you then, Dav? Dav's with us this week, making his, his third appearance on the attacking scrum. Bonsoir, back from the south of France with oh, a vengeance. Ah, ça va. Picked up a bit of the lingo as well, I see. No, that's it. Literally, that's oh, no, okay. done. Um, yeah. I, I'm fairly certain you would have managed to, to figure out what four beers... Civil play would uh, would be you must have got for a few few jars in the south of France. Couple, couple of pasties. Luckily, the the brands are synonymous, regardless of uh, <laughs> synonymous with a pub, and you know, easy they translate. So it was easy pickings. But uh, what, no, what, were you up to, what were you up to in France? A uh, bit of bit of family time, but also over watching uh, Toulon to lose in Marseille last weekend. 
uh, a fantastic uh, occasion. Awful, awful game. The quality of the top 14 is truly dreadful. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty controversial stance and something I'm quite happy quite happy to hear, really. What uh, what makes you say that? I mean, what's, uh, what's so bad about it? Well, I mean, you know, you know in, one, in one instance you have the crowd, fantastic, mm. really partisan, great noise, uh, great passion, the bands going throughout the game, great songs kicking off. But then on the pitch, I mean, it's slow. It's uh, There's not many line breaks. Very, very forward-dominated, played off nine a lot. Mm. And, you know, people probably saw Nonu's try trending on social media yeah. this week, mm, yeah. but it was relatively late in the game, and you watch it back, and actually he's just walking past tired forwards, and it doesn't make for a great spectacle. But as an occasion on the beers and the sun, enjoy the crowd, enjoy the atmosphere, fantastic. But the quality of rugby not the best we're going to talk about that a little bit more later on actually because obviously Wales has its uh, you know it's kind of much heralded judgement day this uh, this weekend so we'll be chatting about that in part two but for part one we're going to um, we're going to be concentrating very much on the Lions and picking our backs so then to, to kind of recap having picked the forwards we've got space for 16 backs in our squad and it really doesn't feel like a lot does it Especially if you've taken some people away from me, so I was doing a bit of a, a bit of a search coming into this week, and you know I heard you picked only thirty-seven, was it? As a yeah, squad the game's with thirty-seven man squad. I bit a bit of a bit of a playback, but I look back in two thousand and five when uh, Sir Clive uh, picked his his Lions team, and he got absolutely battered for picking forty-four. But if you look back on 2009 and 2013, actually both tours have ended up with 45 on them. So I've picked... He was pretty much spot on then. Uh, well, the, the thing for that is, though, right, is he did... He split the camp. He knew that there would be mid, a midweek side and a, and a test side. And there were plenty of people who went as as dirt trackers. Yeah. With, you know, and... You know, Andy Tishel's a lion. And... It's <laughs> true. There was, a, there was a few more, a few more kind of bizarre calls on that I mean, on it's, that squad. it's true but I think you know we're playing a game every sort of four days on this tour you know in the World Cup we pick 31, 31 man squads and they play about every six days mm. so yeah, it's I a think very very tough schedule it's tough so I think you've got to pick 45 but to be to be fair to your rules you started last week yeah I will start knocking off a couple of the players who I had in oh mate save, save, save that until you get in the hotel rooms if that's <laughs> <what you're asking. laughs> Well, no, with Mike, with Mike retiring this week, I think there's no more of that. So, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. I've got a couple of names in here. I thought... Are you going to have chance. to be kind of trying to, to scratch... You're going to be trying to scratch well, players I've got to lose six. Got to lose six mm. to, uh, so, yeah, not going to enjoy this, but uh, should we get into it and I'll, I'll go... Yeah, let's, let's, um, let's jump straight in then, shall we? So, I mean, we're, we're going to start from, from scrum half and work our way back to, to back three. So, I mean, this is, this is bloody difficult... I mean, I'm up for debate as to. I, I think the big thing we kind of picked our forwards based on. We thought we'd take two two fly halves. That could all be up for debate. Back three is bloody hard because you're going to need people who can. You know, if we're saying we're picking a 37 man squad, you're going to need people who can move around and, and cover a few positions. So I mean, let's let's start with scrum half, which is probably one of the more easy positions. I go with that. Yeah. What do you reckon, Dad? Hundred percent. All right then. We've drawn up a bit of a um, a bit of a long list, but for me, there are two nailed on candidates. What about you, lads? Murray and Webb. Yeah, written in pen, yeah. written in stone. They're there, aren't they? Ed Miliband cast into stone. There, the pair of them, right? Both of them on the plane. That's that's nice and simple. After that, 
You're then down to right. So England scrum halves. You got your Youngs and Care. You got uh, Greg Laidlaw from Scotland. Ali Price uh, going a bit left field. Maybe Gareth Davis recovering a bit more form. Um, oh, you got Pig. Hey, your mate Henry Pigross. Pigross. <laughs> That's it, Henry, Henry Pigross and Tommy Price, yeah, as you and Murph favorite. would have him. Um, and uh, Kieran Marmion, I thought, yeah. went really well in that last game. Um, yeah. against England. Anyone else, or is that kind of pretty much... It's just one of those, really, isn't it, I think? And oh, Gloucester and, and Scotland's finest, Mr Laidlaw. Was, uh, oh, he was deliberately missed off, He was deliberately missed off. Oh, you was he? Oh, you must Come have on. seen my Greg Laidlaw <laughs> appreciation tattoo there that reminded <laughs> you of... Uh, Remind you of him, of course. Yeah, Greg Laidlaw would uh, would very much be on my long list. Uh, Dan, where's your your head at in terms of uh, third choice scrum half? For me, Danny Kerr. Go on. Yeah, I think he's he offers something different to Webb and uh, Webb and Murray up the tempo. I thought Lloyd Williams was going to get the nod from you, to be honest. If you would have allowed me, you'd be yeah. in. He's playing very well at the moment. <laughs> to, be fair, best, to be fair to him. Best I mean, rugby he's played in a long time. It's, it's hard not to love Lloyd Williams because whatever happens in the rest of Lloyd Williams' career is he will always be remembered for that, for that kick against England. Yeah. And to be fair to him, he's, he's, had a, he's had a good couple of games. You know, but I, he's I got think some service on him. I, I think it's fair to he's say... Got a bit of a way to go. I now. think it's fair to say he's not going to be touring with the Lions. Yeah. You're um, not aren't you? Well, he's from Cowbridge. Yeah. And that kick, great stock. Um, but yeah, he didn't. You wouldn't let me pension him. No, I wouldn't. So, so out, of, Danny out Kerr, of what we've left, yeah, you, you, you reckon care then? Yeah, you take the mick out of temper, but he does. He does up it, mm. um, and he's. Um, I think he'd be a good tourist as well. Yeah, well yeah. Be, be, uh, there'd be some stories around in his uh, his probably behaviour out there. What are you getting at, Dan? Nothing. nothing mm-hmm. at you want to be like the 2011 England campaign, do you? You're looking yeah. for someone to get pushed off a ferry. Dwarf tossing Dwarf. sex pests. Yeah, brilliant. Wow. You you said you wish that they were uh, still like that. Yeah, of course they do. I'd, I'd be much better. Yeah. It'd be much better if the England side concentrated yeah. on off field shenanigans rather than being a good rugby team. It's bitterly well, he, disappointing. He, he's a character, isn't he? You won't go. You won't go as far as he has in the past. But you need. Well, I think he's grown up a bit, and he's got a. He's, he's still know, pretty short. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you need a, um, you need a little. You need a little bit. I think of he's that. married and got a kid and settled down a bit. Yeah. He's, um, he's kind of gone down the killick route now. You know, yeah. He's left those wild days behind it, him. It, exactly. He's a very, very sensible man. Um, Are you signing Danny rugby player, to be fair? Like, as much as we're going off on a tangent, I, I've, always, I've always enjoyed watching Danny Care. And if you've got Danny Care on the bench, he will make a difference. Dav doesn't look overly sold on this. What are you saying? Well, because I think the, the other two are so far ahead of him that mm. then you're thinking about the role of the third scrum half yeah. and you know one to push them all the way but also to play a huge role in the midweek and for me that's why Laidlaw and his leadership oh, skills yes! he's got to go yes! ahead he's got to yes! go ahead plus you know if Gats decides to really take two tens We've seen Laidlaw run a 10 before, Dan. You're Jeez. taking the piss out of this is, this is all this stuff. Is, this is two this forwards. Was my, this is my 2013 dossier. This is two forwards. This is the one you. I lost the This is the one I lost the curry bet on, which uh, I, can't really, I can't remember if I can't said that on air it. or not. But um, well, I've been in France all weekend, so the, the little uh, general. Petit nice. general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beer talking, this is. Still a bit tiddly. Um, no, Laidlaw, he's a, he's a great player, but he's not going to. He's not going to set the world on fire. He is a steady Eddie, but I, th- I actually think that the care would would push Webb and Murray. All right. Well, I mean, um, look, I, there's a few we can kind of write off. We're not going to need him for his yeah. kicking, are we? Well, I don't well, know. In a midweek we'll mid- game, we'll, we'll definitely come on to that. You know, he's not going to he's not going to let you down on that front. If you, if you could, he's like he's like Chris Patterson, isn't he? If you give him a kick anywhere within 22 meters, he'll kick it. Chris Patterson was a nice player. Yeah. Bloody hell, your your dream team would be ordinary, wouldn't it? <laughs> 
I know where we're going actually with uh, with Laidle because I've got I got someone in a bit later on. I don't think. All right, be, okay. It's going to be competing against you two boys all night, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, we're bigger than you, so, so it's no care. It's uh, well, I, I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm not writing off care. I, I like again. We're going. We're going this. I think we all know that Gatland is going to take. Is going to take Ben Youngs, right? I'm fairly convinced that's what he's going to do. Do you think? Um, really? Yeah, I can't see it. Is. <clears throat> it's a safe bet, isn't it? But um, he's pa- he'd be the first I'd knock. Passing. He's the first I'd knock off, so to speak. <laughs> well, you and Dad were having a good go tonight, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, in the absence of Mikey Phillips, he's the first I'd knock off. But I, ben Youngs, I just don't. I think he has. A, you know, he has a good game every ten internationals. I'm, I'm just really not sold on him. So if this is us picking a side that I'd like to, I like to coach Ben Youngs. Ben Youngs goes for me. Gareth Davis is still out of form. He's still recovering his form. Um, Ali Price I like, but I don't think he's got the experience yet. Pig Ross I, I think is a little bit far behind. Marmion I really like. For, for me, it would be between Laidlaw, Care, and Marmion. Those three. And I think one man head and shoulders above. Are you going Laidlaw all the yeah, way? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm there. Are you doing this just to wind me up? No, is it, no, this serious. isn't like a bet, you know, that you've serious. got going, all right, fine. Well, Laidlaw gets a nod from me. I'm shaking my head, but it's two against one, so let's... All right, let's, let's just play out a couple of scenarios just before we... No, it's all right. So, uh, the worst case scenario, Reese Webb injures himself in a, in a midweek game um, and has to go home. Then all of a sudden, Laidlaw is your, is your replacement nine. You feel comfortable with that? You know, with it, you know, coming on against New Zealand because you, you're going to need 10, 15 minutes out of a out of a scrum half at the least. You, you cool with that? Very comfortable. Because I like, I think he's like the dream tourist. I think he's a perfect midweek player. He captains, he can goal kick, he can play ten if you need him to. I, I just, you know, I would wonder with the game, like you know, let's say the first test is twenty three all with twenty minutes to go. If Danny Care comes off the bench, they would shit themselves a bit. He- yeah. I was going. Oh, go on. Yeah, I say he's a cool head. <clears throat> he's a cool head. He is a cool head. He's he's every team he's played in, all the players respected him, haven't they? Yeah, they they like him. People like playing for him. He is. He's so Scottish, isn't he? He absolutely he wants. He wants to sort of. Uh, he would die for Scotland. Yeah. I do like that. I love that about him. That he is such a committed guy. What, what about Even, the fact he's missed so much rugby though? I think that's that can play in that can play an advantage to be honest. He'll come in rested, um, like Fal- you know, Falatau's hitting major form now. Warburton being out, it's the same injuries he had in two thousand thirteen, isn't it? Pretty much with his knee, he'll, he'll be firing. I don't see that as a problem. He won't let it, he won't let anyone down. I think with Laidlaw, um, but is he going to? I don't know whether he's got that spark. That- this this is really really difficult for me because I, I honestly I really like Laidlaw as a as a tourist. But, and if this was Australia or South Africa, I'd have gone with him by now. Why don't we then come back to it? Because it might depend all on right, who plays, all right, there we go. who's kicking in the midfield. So what we're saying is Laidlaw is going to go as third choice fly-off. That's what, I, that's, what, that's what I'm getting at. Let's move on to fly-off then. All right, we'll come back to that. That's a fair, that's a fair shout, Dan. We'll leave that one lingering. It's not as easy as I thought. No. Scrum half. Well, it's actually 15 minutes on scrum half alone. We'll be... Uh... <laughs> uh, right, fly-offs then. Again, for me... I think that there's there's one candidate that stands out above everyone, right? In Johnny Sexton. If you'd seen Faz as a twelve, then yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, I mean, agree. All yeah. right. I mean, look, let's put Faz in there as well because okay. both are, both are nailed on. Um, yeah. Whether you see Farrell as a ten or a twelve, they're both definitely. I really going. fancy. As I said last week, <clears> I really fancy uh, Farrell a ten, but then when I spent some time thinking about it, 
it's, pre, it's a pretty frightening combo, isn't it, with Sexton and Farrell? It is, and together. I think when we have a look at inside centre... It's hard, yeah, that's where it gets... There's not that many, and you just look and go, actually, I think Farrell is hands down the best inside centre yeah. they're in, two, they're, they're in two, the They're two players that have got to be playing, yeah. and then it's where you work them out, isn't it? So, it totally is. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're good followers. You've got two, you got two, you know, two comfortable ballers there. Farrell's a hard man. You know he won't he won't take much shit. And Murray's also uh, Murray, but he, uh, Sexton is uh, he's quite a tough. Well, man. they'll target Sexton, though, won't they? We know there'll be plenty of late hits yeah, on, he's, he's on him. So I think having someone like Farrell outside him actually does take a bit of the heat off. And um, he's tough cookie as well. Cool. So then the alternate, who do you reckon? Okay. Right, few options then. George Ford is, you know, again I think we'll. Probably go into that as favourite with Gatland. He's my choice. Is he? Yeah. Something different, runs the ball well, his pass is probably the nicest pass to a fly off. And um, he offers just something totally different to the two. Okay. I I've said this before, I've struggled to buy into the George Ford hype, to be honest. I think he's he's a nice player. I'm just not hundred percent sold on him as a as a test match ten. I think his defence worries me. Um He's, you know, he's an exciting player, certainly. And I think in, you know, Sexton's kind of the all-round package. Farrell's a very, almost like Wilkinson mould mm-hmm. as, as either 10 or 12, isn't he? I suppose Ford offers that bit more excitement. We, we, need, we need someone that offers something very, very different. Mm. Um, because you know, Sexton and Farrell, they do play a little bit similar. So it's either, yeah, you, you're Ford... I love the way that I love the way Ford brings everyone in. Mm. He does. I think he frightens. Um, he would frighten New Zealand to a degree because you don't quite know what he's going to do. Holds the ball in two hands. He's, he's I'm not being funny though. If it's a Test match, they are running the ball at his channel every single time, and they're gaining ten yards. They will be, but they, we've also got we'll have we'll have the best outside backs that we can possibly have, and I think that his his attacking play is sort of out, well, obviously outweighs his defence. But I'd. He's a serious, serious consideration. You've got to score tries to beat New Zealand. Yeah, you can't be in with defence. And so for me, positive mentality, he's got to be there. He's also he's also proven <laughs> at test level. So if you look at, you know, Russ, if you look at some of the other... I'm not sure he is. I'm really not. He's been like, integral for them. Yeah, he's... When you when when you have a little look back... I think Farrell's the heartbeat of that midfield. I really do. But he... But often, he's, in, he's involved in so much that you can miss when you're... Unless you, unless you watch back... And you can see just the link play that he does. He does lots of different bits and bobs that is often unseen. I think. All right. I mean, we, it feels it feels very much so. We're we're edging towards Ford here. Let's have a quick look at the other at the other candidates while we're here. I mean, I suppose if he's the exciting option, the the safe defensive test match animal option is is damn bigger. I mean, personally, for me, I I, I don't think bigger gets anywhere near the squad. I, I just don't really don't think he's playing his best rugby this season. You know, he, he wouldn't let you down. But if you if you're looking at an attacking mentality, then then it's not really going to be bigs, is it? I don't, th- I don't think he's the type of tourist either who'd settle for second or third. Which you mm. could argue positively means he pushed the other guys. But is he going to have a positive impact on the squad if he then gets uh, dropped? So for me, I just I just don't think he works. Yeah, I don't think he offers. He's not he's not different enough as well to again Sexton and Farrell. He's a similar-ish. He's a similar-ish player. Well, I think he's. I don't um, think he offers. He, he doesn't offer any more in attack than either of those two. And if we're saying that, you know, Sexton and Farrell aren't. 
particularly free-flowing, pacey, running tens. You know, they're very kind of measured and, and try and bring in what's outside them. Big is not. He's certainly not an attacking. He's not. He's not fluid, is he? So he'll. he'll He'll have, I think he'll miss out. But other side of the coin, Finn Russell. Anyone interested? Don't think he's at the right level. He's yeah. a box. He's a box of tricks, isn't he? But I, he hasn't proven himself in the in the big big games. I, do you know what? I um, think behind the England pack, I think he'd do a better job than than Ford. I really like him. I think he's an exciting player. Um, I like him. I do think he's exciting, but he, he it's too much of a risk. And I think for Gatland, especially, it'll be uh, well. This isn't a bad Gatland side, though, is it? This is our this is our side. And I mean, look, I think well, we're, we're me, getting close for, to for me as well. He's he's he hasn't proven it at that level. And if we come back to Ford again, you know, he's won. He's been involved in you know a, a side that has won many many games. Yeah, we can't argue with that. It's true. The player I would take is Paddy Jackson. Yeah, I know you're a big fan of Paddy Jackson. I like him, but I think if you're, he's massively improved. He's massively improved. We've only taken 37. Mm. It's probably only Farrell plus one or two other fly halves. So yeah. for, if Ford's in and Sexton's in, it makes it very difficult to select him then. Well, I'm saying I would take Jackson over Ford, but I'm, I'm presuming that you guys are going to outvote me on this one. Which is, yeah. 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 Well, the, 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 link with, the link with Ford and. Uh, and Farrell as well is yeah. an important one. That's, we, that's, a, that's we, a really good point. We, we, we haven't mentioned that. Yeah. And those two do work exceptionally well. I I think it would be it'd be lovely to actually see the see those two go. Um with Sexton, you know, with Sexton possibly missing out on you know on no, that, just to see you can't not just, take Sexton. No, 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 t- no right. take him, but I mean I'd love to see how with the other outside backs, how that combo how that combo went over there, which we might well see. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think out of all of those, out of the players we just named, New Zealand will definitely fear Sexton playing at 10 the most. I Honestly, I do. I think he's the most complete 10. And when he's fit, mm. he gets everything outside him going and he plays what's in front of him. He's got, you know, although he's not the, probably not the quickest in the world, his kick's great, his distribution's good. He's got like great wraparounds. I don't know. I, I don't think he's, that wrap he's, around the, is, he's is, the real yeah. deal. He's a leader as well. Um, he is. All right. Okay, any, cool. We're going, we're going for Sexton and Ford. Is any, the any bolters in this? What, a 10? Um, I, I mean, look, I've, I've been really impressed with Joey Carberry over the last, uh, over the last um, well, probably four or five months, really. I think he's been playing really well for Leicester, uh, for Leinster, sorry. I agree um, there, definitely. Yeah, he's a good boy, isn't he? He is, but I think, unfortunately, a little soon. Yeah, it is a little soon. Um, and again, I'm, I'm not... I don't know whether fly offs his best position actually. I quite I think he's a, I think he's really solid, good footballing fullback. He's been too. Yeah, it's probably just it's too soon for him at the moment, isn't he? But he's definitely one to watch. Yeah, um, and I suppose it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't mention Sam Davis. Any any uh, any merits in that? Or is he a hundred to one shot? In what way? He might be one of those ones who sneaks in from the South Pacific to uh, if there's an injury, but no, not for me. Yeah, no, I think you know things things probably could have been a bit different if he. You know, if we knew a bit more about him at test match level, but mm-hmm. we don't. Right, let's move on to centres then. So we've got Farrell having cemented his spot as a, a 10 or 12. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I mean, I, I think there have been stronger Lions vintages when it comes to sevens. Uh, when it, sorry, when it comes to centres. Definitely. I think, you know, what we're looking at here, again, to kind of look at the long list, is you've got uh, Henshaw in there, you've got Jonathan Joseph, Ben Teo, Scott Williams, John Davis... Dunbar, Hugh Jones, probably going to struggle for fitness. Ringrose, and then you're into real outsiders and Roberts and Slade and these kind of guys. 
this is this is quite a difficult one, isn't it? Centres is, is yeah, very, very <clears> I think it's the biggest headache <throat> out of the whole of the backs. It is. So I think you, you look at the partnership fouls have with uh, Joseph. Yeah. That seems to put Joe and Gatlin's mentioned a couple of times this year how impressed he is with Joseph and he is genuinely something different at thirteen. Yeah. I think it puts him on the plane. I, th- I think he had a, a very quiet Six Nations until mm. his until the hat trick against Scotland. Yeah. But you know what he's capable of. Totally, they were they were awful as well, Scotland. They were. No, I agree. But, but I yeah, I'm a big fan of Joseph. Yeah. yeah, and if we're saying you know you need you need invention and someone that's going to score tries through being you know, through being inventive, I think someone like Joseph is. You know, is, is pretty much a must. So, we, all right, we're going to go John Joseph on the, John and Joseph onto the tour. I think you, in terms of twelve, obviously we're talking about Faz starting, but if you wanted a bigger option with Fowl at ten, Henshaw I think did a great job against the All Blacks in Chicago. Yeah, um, he's a big physical presence, um, and I, I'd have him on the plane. Yeah, they really struggled with him, didn't they? They couldn't, they couldn't contain him. I think Henshaw's a must. Even though they knew what he was going to do often, they just couldn't stop him. I don't think he's playing his best um, rugby at the moment, I have to say. I, no, but he's proven it again, isn't he? And, and but I, I also don't think he'd let you down. I am, um, yeah, I think, I I think Henshaw's pretty, I much, pretty much there. One of my, uh, my favourite players is, uh, is Daly. Are you looking at Daly as a, as a centre, yeah? I am, yeah, outside centre. Um, I mean, Daly for me, tours... Yeah. I, I think he probably tours primarily as a winger, but knowing that he can do fifteen and thirteen, he'll probably end up he'll probably end up being on the wing. But I just I'd want him on the ball as much as possible. He um, he was brilliant again for for wasps for wasps on the weekend, picking some sensational lines, fixes markers. I don't know if anyone saw that saw the, saw the try that he scored. Um, yes, I did actually. Yeah, it was it was it was it was a great great try. Narrow gap. Yeah, he's. But I know that you'll probably end up being on the on the wing because he's one of those guys that you can almost put in any position, couldn't yeah. you? Um, I think at Test match level, I feel most comfortable with him at wing or fullback. Yeah. And I, but I think he's. I think he would comfortably look the part as a as a Lions winner. It's probably only because we've seen him though more in those positions. I I, I genuinely think that he could play. He could play uh, in centre and, okay. and do a really good job. All right. So I mean, you could, you could look at taking him as a centre. That's an interesting. How many interesting are we picking? We picking five. Do you reckon? I, I'm not sure there are five. You know, you, potentially five if you included Daly within there. I mean, I think, and I know you, you won't agree, but Jonathan Davis and me, he improved throughout the Six Nations. Yeah, he's a he's proven it in Australia. He, I for me, he's a he's a great option at 13, not at 12, but at 13. Mm. And his left peg is absolutely invaluable when you're under pressure. So I would take JD, excluding the last five minutes against England. Well, we didn't have two phases, did we? It flummoxed him. Yeah. Um, I, I've yeah, I've always been a big fan of of John Davis. I do I do really like him, and he's done. He was exceptional on the last tour. Actually, I thought he was fantastic, and particularly in the midweek games, he really earned that place in the in the Test side. Another good tourist as well. Yeah, likable character. Yeah, he's he's a, he's you know he is a likable character, he did, and he's a really good player. He did get better as and well. He's got as experience. He's got that experience, which he you does have experience, which counts for a lot. He did. I agree with Davin that he in the Six Nations he hadn't played a great deal of rugby, so he was getting mar- he was getting better with each game. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think obviously it's natural, isn't it? More game time he has, he'll just he'll keep going. Mm. I I I think he's right in there, right in there with a really good. Chance. I think he's fortunate to go. I think he's going on past merit mm-hmm. personally. At the moment, he doesn't get in the Scarlets team for me. 
for me, the Scarlets' backline is best when they've got um, Scott Williams and Hadley Parks together. And well, Hadley you know, Parks is hard to ignore, isn't he? He's, uh, he's such a good guy, isn't he? But he's um, we talk about experience, and he's 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 proven it. You can't you can't sort of discount that, can you? Some players will go on on past on past form. If we're looking at if we're looking at past form, it's worth just having a look at the backs we've selected so far. So Webby's never toured with the mm-hmm. Lions. Conor Murray has. Sexton has obviously Ford hasn't Farrell has Henshaw hasn't John and Joseph hasn't you know, we've not got a huge Indeed. amount of players there in the backs who have played or have experienced the Lions tour but yeah. I think that's, that's where we are in terms of ages and, you know Jamie Roberts you know is probably belonging the toothless you, now he you can't take him can can't you? take him I think you know it's just a you know he, he played the last two tours at 12 so inevitably you're going to lose a bit of experience but I think that's fine you know in, England are Unfortunately for us, an exciting team at the moment, so it's inevitable that we're going to take some players that haven't toured before. Yeah, with that with that in mind, though, I mean personally for me, I'd be much more interested in taking Ringrose. Big fan. I think Ringrose. he's lethal. I think he's absolutely lethal. There's a lot of hype there. I mean, Are you not he, feeling it? Has he, has he, well, I think he's a promising player, but has he done enough to to really merit that place? He hasn't massively delivered on the international scene, is he? Club club level, he plays really well. Um, I love the way he can shift at pace, going left or right. But you know, is that enough to put him in the side? He has a lot t- of good. He hasn't torn it up though. He's not like Daly, who like you know standing out every single week. He does nice little. T- he has nice little touches. He does the small, quite good. He does the small things. He's well. not head and shoulders above everyone else. Like someone like a Daly is every mm. week. So for me, he's just not there yet. He's a young kid. Maybe next time he'll be ready. But I haven't seen enough of him to be convinced. Okay. I think I feel like the uh, the Cambridge Mafia are, are going to have their uh, going to have their way on this one. Uh, but like you know, like I say, I, if you take John Davis, you know it's not going to be he's not going to lay you down. And if he starts to recover some of that form when he plays when he plays his best rugby at Test match level, he's a he's a frightening prospect, isn't he? So, all right, let's go with John and Davis on um, kind of on previous form. I think that's the centres you take. I think you take four. Go on. I'm going to throw a bolter in. Oh, jeez. It's been a while. Here we go. 28 minutes before we've had a proper bolter. Go on. um, He's qualified on residency. Oh, Oh, here we go. Don't get your head started now. He's won the Pro 12 previously. He's He's a top scorer in England. He's got to try every two games. And he knows New Zealand intimately. Covers 10 and 12. Who am I? Who am um, I? Say it again. Let's go for this again. So, so he's won the Pro 12. Right. He's the top scorer in the Viva Premiership this year. He covers 10 and 12 and he scores a try every other game. And he's a Kiwi by birth. So he knows knows how it works down there. You watched him on the weekend. It's not Jimmy Gopeth, is it? It's Jimmy Gopeth. He's my, he's my bolter. Midweek good, player. Good player. Oh, he's a wonderful player. He's a really, really good player. He's a good player. He's, got, he's, he's done it. Yeah, he was a top, tro- top scorer in the Viva for a couple of years running when he was at Newcastle. Mm. He's incredibly underrated. Yeah, is he he's, he's great England- at Leinster as well, actually. Is he going to make the England team now? No, because he's 33. But for this summer, for a bit of that experience, oh, just I've, I've got him I'm in sure, there as again, my I'm sure, I'm sure you've done this to wind me up on the grounds of you've teed me up with Laidlaw and then you've Brought me back down to reality. I've gone there. I mean, we need we need another ball player at twelve, all to cover ten. If we only take two fly halves outside of Farrell, for me, he's a genuine option. 
There's no way I'm taking Jimmy Gofford. <clears throat> Kill it. You know, you know exactly what you're going to get from him. He is consistently good, isn't he? Um, Try he scored against Leinster was sensational. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. I, for me, for me, probably misses out. But if he went, he wouldn't. I mean, this is an outrageous call, though, isn't it? Like Jimmy Gopper to play for the Lions. This is a this is a mad call. I'm going to go tonight, or probably not tonight because it's going to be too late. Because by the time we finish this debate. This weekend, I will go and put 20 quid on Jimmy Gopper's playing Jeez. for the Lions. He's got form for these calls as well. He has, hasn't he? This is, could be Vinicolo all over again. That's my bet. Yeah. Uh, okay. There we are. All right. Well, the purpose of this, I'm, I'm saying you've, you've had your yeah. way with, with John Davis. I'm not having Jimmy Gopper in there as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, look, I think he's a wonderful player, but doesn't certainly doesn't get a nod for me. So we, are we... He'd rather be playing on the other side. He's been here a long time. Uh, maybe I don't know. So again, who am I to speak for? To speak for someone else? Kill it. Talk some sense here. I can't. I can't. I can't see him. I can't see him being picked. Not uh, the point, though, is it? We're, we're selecting tonight. This is the. This is the whole point. Is we're um, we get to have our say. Yeah. No. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be in my. Right. He wouldn't be in my team. All right. Well, I think it's four centres then. I mean, this is four centres plus daily and north potentially. And yeah. Yeah. So um, outside backs would that help us here yeah it's alright so okay well let's let's put Daly in I think we're all in agreement yeah, on that yeah. so let's just have a quick recap as to where we're up to so we've got two scrum halves in Webb and Murray we've got two fly halves in Sexton and Ford plus Farrell in the centre along with Henshaw Jonathan Joseph uh, John Davis and Daly so we're up to one two three four five six seven eight nine so still got a little bit of room here. Seven left, is it? Seven yeah, right seven left. left. It's, it's not. This is it. It's bloody hard, isn't it? it seven really left, is. but that means you know we need another another scrum half and a load of outside backs. So I mean, the, the outside backs is where it gets really interesting because if there's a dearth of talent at centre, or if there's a dearth of choice at centre, then the back three there's a lot of choice Huge here. Actually, choice. So, I mean, just from the English contingent alone, you've got Watson, Noel, May, Wade. Brown, if you're that way inclined. Uh, then moving on to Ireland, you've got Zebo, Earls and Trimble, I think you can write off pretty quickly. Uh, the Carnies, Scotland, Seymour, Maitland, Hogg. Then, Don't forget Visser. Uh, Visser, yeah. <laughs> I, I dislike him, Visser, actually. I think, he's, I think he's a good winger. Big Dutchman. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, from Wales, you've got North, Halfpenny, Liam. Steph Evans down. I know you wanted to, yeah, to call Put out. In there. But I mean, we've not got a lot here to, you know. There's not a lot of places here. There aren't. And I've got another 122 meters. Oh, oh God! Do we want to save the bolsa or do you want to go for it now? That go, while you're on one, go yeah. for it now. Quick, I'm on one. Quick fire. Last year, this guy. <laughs> That's another, another, another quiz. Another one. Yeah. Fifty-seven tries in forty-one games. Yeah. This year, 10, 10 tries in twelve. He's 6'3", he's 15 stone. He also was born in New Zealand. Is this uh, the sail winger? It is. Denny Solomon. yeah. Let's just reveal my little cap here. <laughs> this is your ball. Denny Solomon. He's in, for me. No. What a try scoring really? record. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Down, yeah. Yeah. To go back to the Vinicolo point, you know, he'd, he'd scored he'd scored a bucket load of tries at the league and then came over and did nothing. I, I'm not feeling this. He's got, he's got 11 tries in 11 games. Yeah, this 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 season. Our stats so are totally Ke- conflicting. How many tries has Keelan? They're, Gi- they're Eddie Jones's stats, aren't they? <laughs> how many tries Keelan Giles got? He's got something like twelve in thirteen games or something, hasn't he? But you certainly wouldn't be taking him. He's 
this guy's the real yeah, guy. He's, he, yeah, he is quality. Really, really good. Is somebody like that, though, that just, you know, Emerges. people are like, who, you know, who's this guy going? And then suddenly he's... I was saying earlier, I, I, personally, I don't see Gatlin picking a bolter. I might be wrong here. I just think there's enough talent I think in that will. pool to he's, not take a bolter. I think he will. I think there'll be a couple. I really do. Yeah. So what are you saying? So, I mean, uh, how do you pronounce this, by the way? Do we know... Danny, yeah, let's call him Danny. Danny. Call him Danny, Danny for my specialist. I was going to say, we'll ask, yeah. you, we'll ask you and Murph. Danny Solomona. Solomona, okay. Yeah, Solomona, there's an A on there. Um, he's down for me. Ditto. Oof. You're joking. I'm getting absolutely busted here. Right, we'll come back to we haven't, we haven't been in cahoots on that either. No. Right. Can, right, can we pick a few players before we get into this, right? Because there's certain players you're definitely going to take. I've got another one that's going to wind you up. Right? Oh, God's yeah. sake, you've done this. This was it. This was like a massive red herring with Laidlaw to make me happy. Go, oh, we'll give him the choice of the third-choice touring <laughs> midweek captain, <laughs> just purely so we can take the piss with the outside backs. Right. Players that, that definitely make it on for me. Um... I think you definitely should be taking um, uh, should be taking Simon Zebo in fantastic tourist outstanding against them in Chicago yeah experience 15 wing I, he has his best games I think I think he's actually one of those players who, who tends to turn up in the bigger games <laughs> he, he's loose I mean he's uh, he is, he's bloody good on the playing, high ball he's playing pretty well at the moment but he's what I call a binder he's you need that you need <laughs> that well known to him um <laughs> He's, he'd be crack, he'd cracker on a tour, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. well, we've seen, we've seen yeah, that. We know he's like, good value. Yeah. He's in for me. All right, Zebo's in for me. Yeah. All right, good. The binder. The binder. The binder, Jesus. That's gone viral. Um, <laughs> all right, out of the route, I mean, George North. In. In, right, surely. Yeah. He's not, at his, he's not at his finest year, but... He's back. He's... He seems to be back to some degree of form, and he is just an animal. Scored a game on the weekend, didn't he? Proven Bit of a flop over, but. proven at this level though. You know when George North plays his best, he's a yep, I don't know, specimen. Liam Williams goes for me in absolutely. Right, this is this must be where it gets really interesting then. Yeah, let me know when you're ready for it. Come on, then, Killick, let's hear it. Chris. Ashton. All right, I, I get that more than I do Solomona, actually. Yeah, he's. This uh, might be that to you know, ha, um, kind of hands up here. I haven't seen enough of of Solomona to make that much of a call. Maybe because he doesn't play any European rugby. I mean, if Eddie Jones doesn't pick the guy, regardless how many tries he scores, there's got to be something wrong behind the scenes. You know, yeah. the Savvy's guys love him. No one else seems to. For the pure reason nothing else the, the swallow dive the swan dive the splash whatever he calls it mm. he can't go anywhere near it I don't even want him to I don't even want Sports Direct to let him buy a shirt <laughs> <laughs> nowhere near the squad I hear they're so, a fairly yeah. ethical company so they're probably yeah, they're, <laughs> totally. probably, they're probably buying into that uh, yeah I mean I'm he's a good he's really good he's a really good finisher and he's recovered he's recovered a fair amount of form I just don't I wouldn't take him yeah he try score impressive record Always, always scores as a knacker being he runs great lines, doesn't he? He's good supporting, he wouldn't let us down. I take, take, take your both your points. I would, I would say, up, but I would say, ignore Chris Ashton and pick Anthony Watson. He's in mine, he's in mine. All right, thank well, god we moved on quickly. Running out of quickly, running out of spaces there. Let's quickly top these up. So, one, two, three, four. Somebody who I would like to go, so we've got room for three, including be a scrum half, Wade. 
that's a big call for me. Hasn't done it for me. I think he's a good player. Again, I, I'd come back to that and say that there's there's stuff he needs to work on, which, you know, he's fantastic to watch going forward. Here we go. Uh, he's fantastic to watch going forward. But again, he, you know, he, he was caps. Well, no, he wasn't caps, but he went on the Lions tour he four did. years ago yeah. as, a, as a replacement. He has not played for England in that time. No, but that doesn't, I mean... 11 tries the last 11 games again yeah he's scored a, he's, in, he's in great form he had a magical chip and uh, chip and chase on the weekend yeah he did um, he's well, no, he's somebody not. that he, he is someone that terrifies defences and he, he offers something different again midweek you, you can imagine him tearing it up and then who knows what he'd deliver on uh, if, he, if he got if he got if he got a call up he's somebody definitely to consider isn't he I think consider but for me he doesn't get near the England team and the guy who's the incumbent in the shirt for England Jack Noel for me, is a far better footballer. Yeah. I would take him above Wade. Yeah, I can I can buy into that as well. Actually, I think I, I really like Wade, and he's exciting to watch. But that next level up, you know, this isn't just a a knock around development tour. You can't just take people for midweek, and I don't think that Wade is. I think he should probably get a chance with England. In reality, but there's so much depth there that yeah, I would I'd be looking at. I'd be looking at Jack Noel and taking him ahead of him. Yeah, Jack, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Jack Noel. I can't understand why, why England don't start him. Um, he had, again, he had a, a great game on uh, on Saturday. Six defenders beaten. Um, an Exeter's good, you know, good win over over Bristol. He is good, 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 good boy. I've, li- I've listed a lot of people here that I like. Well, we so, have actually, and we're we're quickly running out of running out of spaces. I think we got. Well, I mean, Noel for me go again. Fourteen, Noel, you know, fourteen, eleven, fifteen. He's a, he's a really comfortable player. I think he's. I think he's, he's improving go, quite yeah. a lot. He's got to go. And then I guess the final one. It's tough, but they talked about. They've talked about him for about the last four years. He is the new Simon Taylor. The you know the ever present Scott on the side. It has hmm. to be Stuart. Hall, I think it, it has to be Stuart. Yeah, like, I know. Killick winds me up and says that Hog. I think Hog should go and be captain, and you pick <laughs> fifteen Hogs if you could. But I, you know, if he was if he was English, people would be talking about him and saying, "Oh yeah, no, I know he's got I know he's got flaws in his game, but he adds more than he more than more than you lose." I think he's a sensational player. I, you know, in a in a Scottish side that has had a, a resurgence of late, he has been absolutely integral to it. I'm a massive, massive fan of Stuart Hogg. I know you are, yeah. I he, just, you know, I just again, I, I think he has major defensive frailties. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, his positional plays poor. He's not great under the high ball. He's got quite a temper, but not worried about the temper. It's incredible how you see your own faults in others, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he. I'm not worried. Yeah, about, I'm not worried about the temper. You know, like no, what I know. Had, I'm, ju- I'm just. I'm what, just I, he had that red card against Wales a few years ago, which was a bit of a freak no, thing. I mean, but and that's not a serious point, really. But he, yeah, he'll go. But he does have. He does have a number of a number of weaknesses. Other side of the coin, then Killick. Yeah, Lee Halfpenny <laughs> is sensationally position, sensational positioning wise. He's great under the high ball. Yeah, kicks goals. Dav saw uh, Dav's, good kicking Dav was actually scouting him this weekend but you know for, three all, pens, three... for all his kicking and I'm not sure if it's the, the knee injury yet before the World Cup he seems to have lost his pace mm. and he hasn't, be, he hasn't kicked on as an attacking threat at fullback you know remember the glory years of Sir Lee Byrne cutting that line yeah. outside the 13 channel 
Harpenny just doesn't do that. And no. whilst in Australia four years ago, he scored a lovely try by breaking a burst down that, that line, he hasn't kicked on from there and shown that again ever since. So for me, for his lack of all-round ability and the fact that Faz is a great kicker, you know, Sexton is a big game player, I don't take him. It was your midweek kicker. Well, it comes back to our oh, man, Greg. Yeah, that's where... <laughs> that's, this is where Laidlaw might just sneak in. That's where sneak him. Coming, yeah, yeah. Where he left it up. I, I think Halfpenny, yes, he's he's uh, lacking pace. Possibly something has gone on there with his, with his injuries, but I can really see uh, Gatlin taking him. Can I just throw something out there? Yeah. 2009 was the first time Halfpenny toured, wasn't it, with the Lions? He yeah, yes. he went straight. His kicking at the time, yeah. he was only taking the long shots. That's right, yeah. There's a man called Mr Daly yeah. who's fulfilling that role for Wasps and England at the mm. moment. I see Daly as a kicking option in the midweek as well. Yeah. It's, he's got such a bizarre kicking action. He almost sprints at the ball, doesn't he? <laughs> The, the the power on which he strikes. Jeez, he's got on. some got some distance on that, and he's, yeah. he's long off the tee to use a a golfing analogy. Yeah, it's a peculiar, but but it works. And you obviously got Hog as well. That works well, so well last proven, time. Proven, proven, <laughs> outside half. Yeah. I think Gallen. I think Gallen will take that. For me, is another reason really I'd have good. taken Jackson over over Ford. By the way, midweek kicking, I'd feel mo- I'd be more than happy with Jackson kicking, but it's fine. We've we've gone. You know, we've we've settled that one. Right, we're getting, we're getting quite short of time now. So, I mean, it's, it really comes down to a straight shootout between, between Hogg and Halfpenny. And for me, it's Hogg all the way. With you. Right. He's on. So that genuinely just leaves scrum half. Right, we've had our, say, uh, back three... What if I go... This looks like a straight shootout between, between Kerr uh, and Laidlaw. Well, if... if- I've been overruled there. If we're, if we're taking Hog, then uh, Laidlaw's, Laidlaw's in then. Isn't he? Well, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm still open to debate here because my only concern is the fact that he hasn't had a lot of rugby. I, I think just for a squad player, though, I mean, thinking about it, Dan, you know, he'll, he'll kick goals midweek. That leadership element, you'd be more than happy sending out Laidlaw to captain a midweek side. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. It's, it's, it's close. I would go with care, but I'm happy. I'm content then with Laidlaw. I'd be I'd be untrue to myself if I didn't pick Laidlaw. I think, but as much as actually I do really like Danny Care, um, I think he's a, he's a great option off the bench. I'm going to go with Laidlaw. And actually, do you know what the, the scenario I ran earlier? If Webb got injured, you'd call up Care anyway, wouldn't you? You'd call up Care, and the reality Firstly, is, yeah, he'd you know he'd, he'd have an opportunity to to play his way into the team. So that is it. That is the that is our um, our back. So to recap, scrum halves: Reese Webb, Connor Murray, Greg Laidlaw, uh, out and out fly halves: Johnny Sexton and George Ford. Centres: Owen Farrell, Robbie Henshaw, Jonathan Joseph, John Davis, and then back three: Elliot Daly, Anthony Watson, Jack Knoll, Simon Zebo, Stuart Hogg, Liam Williams, George North. Jimmy Gopeth, travelling reserve. <laughs> Jimmy Gopeth, <laughs> travelling reserve, kicking coach. There's going to be a lot, a lot of. There's going to be a rush on the money now. Him. I see, isn't it? Yeah, you well, watch his odds. Are, on his odds will cut hard. You have to find a specialist bookie who'll take that one. I would I love it. If, if, if he goes, that'd be brilliant. I know a man. I might just have to follow you. Just, just you've done it before. I so. might have to do it to cover it. Just on the yeah. off chance that Warby doesn't make this tour now, <laughs> um, and I'd be absolutely gutted to miss out on that money. But that is it. That is our uh, that is our squad. Let us know what you think. That's uh, we'd be really really um, interested to see what you make of our 
of our team and we'll post the full squad that we've um, that we've announced tomorrow on social media so do get in touch with us at Attacking Scrum on Twitter search for us on Facebook or you can go to facebook.com slash Attacking Scrum and uh, as always if you want to leave us a review tell us what you think on there too uh, do so on iTunes as we always say that helps us out massively in terms of making us a lot easier for people to find coming up in part two we have absolutely loads of domestic stuff to go through and we'll be coming up with uh, uh, a few things on there. We'll have a return of, of Wish He Was Welsh, which we haven't done for a, a little while. Our kind of favourite dip in and out into the, the world of picking a player who, uh, who we wish was Welsh. Maybe Jimmy Gopeth will, will get the nod on that one. Uh, but yeah, part two coming up very, very shortly. Tons of Podcast Network.